Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. What a show here on a Grateful Dead Thursday. Scalzo Bros Packers bye week. Presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Bros doesn't know how to shovel one inch of snow. It's expected to snow tomorrow. He's expected to get one inch as a new homeowner. He's freaking out. You figured he'd be better at handling one inch. Hey, That's why he's going to have his girlfriend do it. Uh, <laughs> he also thinks that his house is haunted, and that's taken up. And that is uh, taking up the uh, uh, the majority of the show here as we've gotten plenty of ghost stories, a lot of recommendations, a lot of people talking about how really the southern part of Whitefish Bay, especially in that Bay Ridge area is where a lot of those negative uh, you know, um, spirits are centered. But you're sort of northern Whitefish Bay, kind of close Santa Monica, I think, right? Close to the lake? Wherever uh, Port Washington Road, Silver Spring area is. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Is no, that right, right in the heart of it? It's a hot yep, spot. right. That is a hot oh, spot. Crap. 800-990-3776. Keep the uh, calls coming in. Keep the texts coming in. I do want to tell everybody about LabCorp. LabCorp Clinical Trials.com. LabCorp Clinical Trials.com. That's where you go to find a variety of clinical research studies where you can get paid really good money to help improve the health and lives of everybody. Help advance medicine. Uh, and you can get enough money where you could put a down payment on a home, earn extra money to go on vacation, a home renovation, uh, to cleanse your home of ghosts, uh, to buy i don't know 10 of your top snowblowers on the market you could do all that if you participate with LabCorp clinical trials right now they have studies looking for women ages 18 plus currently breastfeeding their newborn that study involves one stay of four nights plus one follow-up call compensation over five thousand dollars another study uh, where there's compensation over ten thousand dollars looking for healthy adults age 18 to 60 one stay of eight nights plus seven follow-up visits that's it Compensation over $10,000. See all the available studies to see what fits your profile, what fits your schedule at labcorpclinicaltrials.com. Josh Shields, play some one or zero, finally. Zero. That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. Just put them right on, Joshy. Just put them right on. We welcome in uh, the official, unofficial brother of the Scalzo and Russ family, Jonathan Russ. Jonathan, welcome in to Scalzo and Russ. Why is he on two lines right now? I'm very confused. I have no idea. He's not getting his playing music. Jonathan. Jonathan, what do you got? Dude, Ben. You, you're scared of ghosts. Oh, here comes Mr. Tough Guy with six kids. I, I'm not. I didn't. Say, I mean, sca- I'm scared of ghosts, but I don't think I'm scared of the ghosts that are living in my house. They seem friendly for the most part thus far. Ben, you're scared of your own shadow. <laughs> A good dad joke. You got anything more? No, no, that's actually truthful. Jonathan, I mean, can you tell us you some stories about? Can you tell us some stories about Ben as a kid and, and maybe some times where he thought there were ghosts or monsters or different things happening um, and they were all very explainable? 
Well, we we usually have we have to go walk into his bedroom and open his closet and make sure that the monster wasn't in there. <laughs> Every night. Every night. And one night, my dad hid in his closet, and we opened the door, and Johnny D jumps jumps out of the door and scares the living bejesus out of bed. Uh, if you don't remember this one, there was one time when the 50 Cent song in the club came out, and I was singing, Go Shawty, it's your birthday. And I was dancing in my room, and my brother Steven was in the closet, and he turned the light on and off. And I stopped, and I go, Dad? And then I went and laid in bed, and Steven waited for a good 30 minutes. Scared the living crap Jonathan, out Jonathan, how long did you guys have to check Ben's closet for? And what was the age range? What year in high school? Uh, well, when Ben was a senior in high school, I would hide in his room when he was in the shower if I was in town because I was married at the time. I'd hide in his room. He'd come out of the shower, and I have videos of it. And Ben screamed like a little girl. He's actually standing there in boxers, and you would have thought it was a 12-year-old girl. Thank you, Jonathan. He is Ben Brustop, Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for Runners Hero. Josh Tamaji, your host. He asks us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. The second time I've seen Ben cry on the show this week. Joshy, <laughs> it's not like real tears like the last time. It just seems like tears of embarrassment at this point. A little bit there. Yeah. The yeah. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> the monsters in the closet. <laughs> Website BossAction.com used AI to find the most attractive NFL quarterbacks using state-of-the-art computer vision and deep learning algorithms to determine the rankings. Kenny Pickett was first, followed by Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Mike White. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, and Andy Dalton were rated as the least attractive. One or zero. Kenny Pickett is in the top 15 of most attractive quarterbacks. Zero. This is why you can't trust uh, AI, AI to judge attractiveness because they're going to judge it based on symmetry and those things that like psychologically are probably the first initial triggers of is this person uh, traditionally attractive? But it doesn't take into account that sexiness. It doesn't take into account like, you know, the guy that you want to, uh, you know, that has a little oomph in him. A little oomph. The Cliff Kingsbury's got a little oomph in him. You know what I mean? I know, I know what you mean, Greg. Tom Brady's got a little oomph in him more than Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett seems like a nice guy. You know, maybe you'd be okay with him dating your daughter. Seems kind of like the All-American quarterback, but, like, it's not necessarily the guy that your daughter wants to date. You're, I mean, the fact that Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Mike White are in the top five Where's shows... Jimmy G? Right? Well, that's insulting. That is completely insulting. Chest hair? I mean, uh, he every girl, sex. Every, every girl, uh, the, the, they don't even know football. They know Jimmy G. One or zero. QB, QBs are the most attractive football players. One. Hmm. A lot of reasoning behind it. I've gone into this before. Uh, I've gotten into some trouble. But yeah, it's a one. What do you mean you got into some trouble? This is how I ended up saying Nick Foles was too ugly to win a <laughs> oh, Super Bowl against Tom yeah, Brady. And then you and I lost $3,500 each. Just like weird shades of... Uh, yeah, I mean, look. In general, the most athletic people tend to uh, um, have children with the most attractive people. And then they produce children who then automatically get put in a position of leadership. Like, it, it, it's there's there's a real psychology behind it. Pro- prophecy. Yes. The House Oversight Committee in the report on the Washington Commies' toxic workplace culture found that owner Dan Snyder impeded the NFL's investigation. The NFL was aware of said impediment, 
and they failed to penalize Snyder for it. One or zero. The NFL is too big to fail. One. It's all I... I mean... Riddle me this. Does the NFL... It's not going to riddle. Does the NFL get any portion of my Sunday NFL ticket purchase? Like... (laughs) Are you serious? <laughs> Just said it out loud, didn't I? Do you not know how rights work? Like, this is a business that we're in. Who would get it? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Like, what? I, yeah, th- that shows it. I, I literally was trying to show that it's too big to fail. It is It is not too big to fail. <laughs> Nothing is too big to fail, especially when it comes to sports. In the 90s, what was the biggest sport? NBA. <laughs> You really know nothing about the world that you we live in. You know nothing about anything. Uh, Major League Baseball. MLB. Oh, baseball yeah. I love the, the steroid era. And now 25 years later, Major League Baseball is below the NBA. It's far below NFL. It's below college football. At some point, football is going to have a similar issue to me. The NFL is going to have a similar issue to what uh, baseball has. And that's the fact that when you have three, three and a half hour games, at some point, attention spans are too short. Uh, everything that swirls around it. Like, football's not going to be the most popular sport for the next 100 years in America. It's Do you think not. it's partially because of, like, numbers are dwindling in high schools? It's just generational change and, like, in general, taste changes. And boxing 100 years ago is the most popular sport. Like, and is there a sport that is, like, pickleball 100 years from now going to be, like, the coolest thing in the world to watch? Like, it, like I guess, I'm, I'm if not pickleball, is there something that hasn't been created in 100 years that may be the well, most popular It'd be hard thing? to tell yeah. since it hasn't been created. It's possible, though. <laughs> Today, former Badgers linebacker Jack Sitchi tweeted, ran the wrong routes consistently, dropped countless passes in-game and practice, couldn't take responsibility and enters portal, commit to rival, decommit, and expect to be welcomed back. Kids are so soft. It's embarrassing that tweet was regarding what appears to be Marcus Allen announcing he no longer will be transferring to Minnesota. One or zero. Once once entering the transfer portal, you should have to change teams. I'm a one here. If you enter the transfer portal, and this is obviously an extreme circumstance where Marcus Allen is transferring to Minnesota, which is a main rival of Wisconsin, but no matter what, if you enter the portal, to me, you should have to go. You are essentially saying, I don't believe in the teammates and the coaches and that the place that I'm going to school is the spot for me. And then if you want to come back, like that is a culture killer. So that that one, that is, that is not what you're saying. Uh, the transfer portal, uh, to just provide a little education on this, because this is like the topic for hot takes right now that's happening. The idea of creating these transfer windows, right? These windows in the transfer portal was because coaches did not want to be, have to be recruiting and worry about their players being recruited 365 days a year. The idea of being able to enter the transfer portal but not necessarily commit to transferring is so that coaches and teams have an idea of transfers that are out there, of people that are out there so that there is a pool for coaches to pick from. And so if you put yourself in that pool, you're basically saying, okay, I'm interested to see what else is out there. That's like saying if you're in college basketball and you put yourself potentially to be drafted into the NBA, then you should be not allowed back in college. And the NCAA made that change. So the idea that you're willing to explore other opportunities, especially in a situation like Wisconsin is in, where the coaches that recruited Marcus Allen are no longer here, the idea that you think that you shouldn't be allowed to talk and look at other options that are best for your future as a kid is so much. It is I'm not so talking old, about the Marcus short. Allen one because I understand a coaching change. 
The coach that I committed to in college? Once entering the transfer portal, you should have to change teams. Fine. If we want to go with the circumstances that we lay out, if a coach's change, if uh, the, if you get a waiver, if it's a grad transfer, fine. But like, but like, why are why can't a kid say, okay? Uh, I want, I'm interested to see what else is out there and who else is interested in me and then be able to come back and say, you know what? I actually think my future is best served at this university. And if that's a culture killer, then your coach is a mouse. If your coach can't handle the, no. the, the way that college football exists now, because this is how it's going to be. For all the Jack Sitchies out there, for all the Sam Deckers, your guy out there who's like, oh, I don't like the transfer portal. Wah, 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 wah. If your coach can't handle coaching football in 2022, then find another job. Find another job. Go to the NFL. Be better. If you can't handle the, the way that it exists now, then be better or don't play in the game. This is how college football is now, and it's because the NCAA is so broken that they are committed to keeping all the money away from the kids, all the money away from the kids, and and, and then they've created this system where now kids have to fend for themselves. Now, you had it worse than anybody. You had it worse, right, than they have now. Don't be that guy who's like, well, I couldn't do it, so I don't want kids to do it now. I'm not against the transfer portal. I just don't think that kids within one year or two years, like, you need to. But you don't think somebody should be able to say, okay, I'm going to enter the portal, but actually I don't want to transfer because I don't have the opportunities that exist there? For a Marcus Allen who his coach recruited him and they're leaving, I get it. But for the everyday player who's turned, like, they're like, I want to go to the portal. You know, see what else is out there. You just practiced and went to school and built relationships with teammates. Yeah. That is gone. You are, it is going. Okay, okay. But, but, but I, what I will say so is just, if, just if real coach, quick on that point. Hang on. Real quick on that point. That. Real quick on that point because it, the coach is allowed to then take a transfer kid and put them in your position. So you, you're saying you don't want the kid to be able to explore what else is out there, but a coach is able to go out and look at other kids and potentially bring those kids into the program, which prevents you from getting that opportunity. That doesn't seem fair to the kid who's not being paid millions and millions of dollars to deal with the things that you think coaches shouldn't have to deal with. The, the kid has an opportunity to beat out whoever the coach brings in. And if he doesn't, he can leave. That's what I'm saying. Like If, if he wants to leave, leave. But if he comes back, it's, it's, it's probably not going to work out for a reason. Why? What do you mean, why? Like, like he wants old, to leave. You have the to program. get over the old school, I am committed to, it is, it is, it is professional sports now. College sports is professional sports. If you want to keep acting like it's college sports and you shouldn't be able to because your coach spent years recruiting you and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's the old way of the, of the mind. That's the old mindset. And if you want to live in that world, then congratulations. You're going to be not anywhere I think there's close a hybrid. to college football I think there is a forward. hybrid where you can get, like, you should have to be somewhere two years, experience university, experience being a teammate, experience going through the program, because you just don't know any better. So, so the kid, I would have transferred so the, out of Wisconsin. So the kid has to be here for two years, right? That's what you're saying. They're not allowed to transfer after year one. This 19-year-old's not allowed to make a decision that's in their best Unless interest. Unless they need a waiver for some reason that, but that's that's how it's. I mean, there, there's waivers given out for literally everything. The way not that it's not anymore because of the portal. But I'm saying the way that it's set up now is the NCAA said, okay, they were giving out waivers for absolutely everybody, and so then they said that's fine. You're allowed to transfer once, and now even if you transfer twice, you need to submit for a waiver. They're granting all of those waivers. They're pretty much it is free agency, except it's not as good as free agency because free agency you at least know when people's contracts are up, and so these kids are stuck in a, a tight spot. The transfer portal will correct itself because you're gonna have another two and a half, you know, twenty five hundred, three thousand kids enter the transfer portal, and only two thousand of them. Are 
are going to be placed where they where they need to be. Or only fifteen hundred places where they need to be. I, I would guess more than half of those people transferring are probably going to end up not at the right place and not doing well, and but then transferring that's again. Called being an adult. No, you're trying to called, say that's called not the idea. actually learning from like a coach that can teach you something because you're you, just a crying you, little baby. You're the crying little baby because you're stuck in this coddled mindset that an eighteen year old's nope. not I'm allowed pro- to make their own decision and live with the consequences. The idea that you can't make a decision and live with the consequences is so broken that an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old, you're saying, nope, you have to stay two years at this school is wild because any other student can transfer after a semester, after one year, after a year and a half. That's You great. can decide to go to war at 19 years old. You're saying war that they shouldn't even... War and sports are so different. You're... You're saying that 19-year-olds should be allowed to commit themselves to go to war, but they're not mature enough to transfer schools because their coach knows what's better for them than they do. You are a broken person if you think that's the way that it exists. It makes me sad, Benny. If I, if that's I, that's why you don't know how to shovel an inch of snow. If I were a head coach, I would not have the take that I have on the air because you have to live in that world and utilize the transfer portal. I hate the way. That it continues to grow the amount of people that are transferring because things aren't going their way. You could pretend that the world, you could say, you could like the way the world used to be. You have to acknowledge how the world is now and you I have just to play did. within it. You have to play within it. You can't be complaining about it and stopping your feet and crying about how you don't like the transfer portal. Well, I don't want Marcus Allen back in a program. I absolutely do. If he can help the team, I, you have to trust that your coach is good enough to create the culture that allows kids to explore what's best for them. His goal isn't to win a national championship. His goal should be to get all of those kids to maximize their potential. And if he does that, you don't even that, care about the university anymore. You don't even care about what being a Badger means, Greg. See, what you don't understand is that being a Badger means allowing those kids to reach their potential, even if it's outside of the university because when you build that culture, kids aren't going to want to leave and kids are going to want to come play with you and that's how you build a damn program. Yeah, well that's why I wouldn't let Marcus Allen back because he wanted to go play at Minnesota and now he thinks everything's going to be grand and dandy with Luke Fickle and Phil- and Coach Maybe Longo who's going to air it out. Maybe it will be. Definitely won't so be. So you're not going to root for him. You're going to root for this kid to fail because after his coach I'm not going to root for him. I'm just going to watch it. After his coach was fired. I'm not going to root for him. I'm just going to watch it. The guy who left his commitment after the coach was fired and I transferred. I understand that. I lived that. I know. So now you're saying because he wanted to do the same thing and then got sold by Fickle and that coaching staff to come back, you're saying you're not rooting for him anymore? What I'm telling you is I don't think Marcus Allen is worth the, like, oh my gosh, he's going to be a program changer for Luke Fickle in this new regime. I'm not saying that at all. The kid's coach got fired. He said, okay, I'm going to put myself in the portal. He got recruited by P.J. Fleck. And then Luke Fickle comes in, and Luke Fickle says, no, come and play for us. And he made a decision that's in his best interest, and you have an issue with that. That blows my mind. It, for this specific scenario, it's because he chose Minnesota. That is zero loyalty to the university. Do you see how broken that is, though? Uh, no, I, I really don't. To choose to go play for the University of Minnesota, then say, change your mind and come back to Wisconsin, I wouldn't want that a part of any program or team that I'm coaching or a part of. Well, that's how you build the losing program right there. Ron in the key says, Greg is right. He, that's the first time maybe ever he said that. He does not like to take Greg my side. Greg is right. Says, if coaches can come and go however they want, kids can too.
but not 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 if they decide to go to Minnesota for a second and then decide to revert back. I think Luke. I, I got to talk to Luke Fickle about letting people back in after they decommit from Wisconsin and choose Minnesota. That's probably my bigger issue. You know, me and Luke, Luke are on Fickle. the phone. We're, we're, we're phone buddies already. Caller six, caller nine, over under 800-990-3776. Caller six, caller nine, over under 800-990-3776. Josh, he has a category. We don't know what it is. He's applied an over underline to how many correct answers Ben and I will get in 10 guesses within three minutes. We don't know what that is either. Caller number six, you say over or under, depending on if you believe in us. Caller nine, you're stuck on the other side. Winner wins a gift card. Caller 6, caller 9, 800-990-3776. Over under next, that's Scalzo and Bruss. We're presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Bruss. 76% of people say they wouldn't take relationship advice from Homer. Yeah, they can Homer, all go to hell. To the... All right. <laughs> that, what is that? <laughs> I've been married 40... 40 years. It'll be 40... Who wouldn't listen to somebody uh, on this? This is helping your cause. Doesn't even know the amount of years he's 40 been married. Forty or forty-one. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.